0: Well, hello everyone, it's Candice Eisner back with you again this week, and this week we're starting a new series of episodes, and this episode is going to be all about websites, building your own website, web hosting, all that kind of stuff. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everyone, well, happy fall, sort of. I guess it's kind of unofficially the start of fall since we're now in mid-September, even though, you know... The official start of fall isn't until the autumnal equinox, but you know, hey, we we all kind of think of fall as being when the kids are back to school, when we're back to school, if you're in school, uh, you know, when the schedules start to shift. Uh, For those of you who are, you know, working full time or part time in health, wellness and fitness right now, you're probably noticing a little bit of an uptick in, you know, interest or actual bookings, because that's what tends to happen when people come back from their vacations. So yeah, happy, uh, happy September. I hope uh, things have been going well with your life and business over the last little while. I am back now with a series of podcast episodes I've wanted to do for a little while while I was kind of brainstorming ideas over the summer and one of the things that I talk about a lot with clients or with friends in the industry or whatever is uh, technology, my use of technology and that kind of thing. So I thought it might be fun to do like a Candice reviews series uh, on the podcast. So this is the kind of thing where if you are looking to uh, do... Email marketing, or you're looking to do social media, like use social media more with your for your business, or you're wondering how the heck do I build my own website? The series might help you uh, sort of navigate some of your choices and uh, help you kind of hone in on which platform, which software, which whatever it is that you might want to uh, might want to investigate. So before we launch into all these details about uh, this whole like Candace tries and website stuff and all that, I wanted to mention a little administrative thing, and that is I have gotten the podcast up on two new platforms for you guys. Now, some of you might actually be listening to this podcast on these platforms, and I think that's awesome. I have it on Spotify. So for those of you who like to listen to things through Spotify, you can search out the podcast there now. Or I also have us listed on Stitcher. So thank you to both of those platforms for being willing to host me um so yeah you can you can find it on uh, stitcher and on um and on uh, spotify now as well of course i'm still on soundcloud and you can still of course find me on itunes obviously you can find me on itunes it's the granddaddy you can find me there but yeah if you want to you know if you prefer one of those other platforms yeah feel free to use those So yeah, over the years I've been in business, I've tested out and learned about a bunch of different things from like online booking software to social media management platforms to web hosting services, et cetera. And I get asked about that stuff quite a bit, uh, to be completely honest, like I already said. Because honestly, if you're not a techie person, you don't really know what the all the options are. And when you're faced with all the options, it's kind of hard to make a decision. And to be honest, even techie people sometimes are a little bit like, whoa, there's an awful lot of things to choose from. What the heck do I choose? So you know what? I gotcha. I'm not going to claim that I'm testing out all the options, by the way. I'm just going to talk about some of my favorites or some of the things that I have tried and know don't work or things that I've gotten a lot of reviews from other people and know don't work, that kind of thing. Um, I But what I am going to do with this series is share some of the good picks and maybe talk about some of the things I don't like and why I don't like them. That way you can make a little bit more of an informed decision about these things. And it's again, this is all based on me trying them myself, feedback from other people, etc. It's not just based on like reading some websites, because honestly, like any of you could do that. You can Google and you can find out things. This is based on my professional experience, my personal experience with these things. You know, like I've said before, I've been online since I was like 16 years old. I've always been a techie person. I back in the day i was an early adopter of things these days i'm less a little bit less of an early adopter i think i'm you know kind of old but also like honestly things like sort of snapchat for example or visco those kinds of things totally not my age group you know i'm 40 guys so certain things i just don't use it's not to say that i'm not aware of them But I just don't use them. So I'm going to talk about the things that I am aware of, have used in some capacity, right? So anyway, yeah, um, this is basically a series so I can point you in a good direction if you want to uh, implement any of these things into your business. And also to maybe help you decide if you actually want to implement some of these things into your business. For example, we're going to do an episode all about online booking. And I know sometimes people think I, I definitely have to have online booking. or I definitely shouldn't have online booking, right? So maybe if I talk about it in some of the software options out there, it'll help you make a decision. So, okay, I hope this is useful to you. You might want to get a pen and paper or like have your phone nearby, um, assuming you're not actually using it to stream the, well, actually you can stream the podcast and also type on. in like the notes app or whatever at the same time so you might want to take notes if this is something that you're currently doing and this episode is going to be talking specifically about web hosting and websites in general we'll get to some of those other topics a little later on in some of the later episodes Um, so if you're listening to this sometime that isn't mid-september of 2019 those episodes are probably up so go and look for them but if you're listening to it right after it was released, hello, welcome. Today we're talking about web hosting and websites. So yeah, I've been working in this industry for a long time. I've been a professional web designer um, and developer since 2013. It's been my profession, my main profession that is. Um, although I do like marketing consultant, consulting and a bunch of other things. But design seems to be the thing that I'm asked the most to do. So yeah, and I've been online and been designing websites just for fun or because like a friend asked for help or whatever since I was like 16 years old. So I've seen some of the best and worst out there over the years. Like anyone else remember GeoCities? Anyone else? And like Angel Fire, like that, that era, I was around in that era. So, uh, you know, I will say this about this episode, you're kind of getting... A consulting session with me for free a little bit like I'm not you know deep diving into your personal stuff obviously like or like your business stuff because obviously this is not a unfortunately this is not a two-way conversation this is me recording a podcast episode but you are kind of getting like a half consulting session with me for free so so I hope this is helpful to you all. to say um, so first things first if you've ever wanted to build your own website you've probably seen ads for a variety of different website builders I know for example Wix and Squarespace and some of those other ones have been doing a ton of advertising on social media over the last few years like I get their ads all the time especially actually not just on like say Facebook or Instagram where I do get the ads but actually I get a ton of the ads on Pinterest so if you if you go on Pinterest probably you'll get hit with those ads too, especially if you're searching for anything website related. And because I have a whole board dedicated to building a website, I keep getting advertised for Wix especially, but Squarespace as well. Um, But yeah, you know, maybe you've been exposed to it. Maybe you've had a friend or colleague talk about like what they built their website on. Oh, Squarespace, it's the best. Oh, Wix, I love it. Or like whatever. So you're kind of like, well, okay, I want to build my website. I can't afford to hire somebody or I'd prefer not to. You know, no no shade, no tea. It's fine. Like, do what you need to do for your business, right? Um, but you're like, okay, which one do I choose? And it can be confusing as all heck if you aren't techie. So let me break some of that down for you guys. So of the website builder, like program software that you guys are likely exposed to, there's kind of two kinds. There's the kind that allows you to have your website hosted pretty well anywhere you like so you can, you know, shop around for the best price and best service. And the one that means that you must purchase hosting from the company that created the website builder software itself. So aside for a second, for those of you who don't know what hosting is, it's an important part of having a website. It's kind of like buying a little tiny bit of space on the internet for your website to live. Um, you can almost think of it like you're buying a piece of land on the internet, where and you need that land in order to build your website, which is kind of like your house, right? Building your house on the land, building your website on the your web host. So hopefully that uh, helps you visualize what the heck hosting is all about, because I know that's a confusing thing for anyone who's not a technical person. So okay, back on the topic at hand, I said there's two types of website builders. The first one is where you can host your website anywhere, right? Right. Um, And there's mostly just one builder that you would be exposed to. There are others out there. Anyone who's technical listening to this is probably like, oh, there's Drupal. Oh, there's this. Yeah, but there's really just the one that most non-technical people would be looking at, and that's WordPress. So if you want to build your website and you do want to do it with WordPress, you have complete freedom to host your website wherever the heck you want. You're not tied to one company. It means if something happens to the host, and unfortunately, I've seen that happen many times over the years where like a host goes belly up or they suddenly have major issues. Um, But yeah, you can take your website and move it somewhere else if you're on WordPress. So the second type I mentioned, where you're kind of beholden to the company that created the website building software, you have to buy your hosting through them. That's pretty well all the other options. Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, and I'll also mention Shopify. I'm not going to talk about Shopify again because they are more for e-commerce, but I will put it out there for those of you who might be thinking of selling like a lot of products, not just like one item, but like a bunch of products. Say you sell... um. Your own personally made, so not with one of the MLMs, but your own personally made uh, essential oil blends and you like, you want to sell a bunch of stuff. You also want to sell those. You want to sell eye pillows. You want to sell yoga equipment. You want to sell a bunch of stuff. Shopify is something to look at if you want to actually open an online store, okay? Um, But for the rest of you, which is the vast majority, Shopify is not for you simply because it's for e-commerce. So if you've heard of it and gone, what the heck is that? Now you have like sort of the, the very short version of what Shopify is all about. So here's the thing about these website builders, there's nothing truly wrong with having your website hosted by like Wix or Squarespace or whoever, okay? However, that means you're locked into their pricing, their servers, their changes, their terms of service, and all of that, okay? And it means you are going to be limited by that to a certain extent, but if you go with something like WordPress, you're going to have freedom to look at all the best pricing, um, you know, who has the best customer service in terms of web hosts, all that kind of stuff. Now, I will say cheaper is not always better. And we're going to talk about that more in a moment. I know a lot of people are really attracted by, you know, $3.99 a month, $2.99 a month, blah, blah, blah. That's not always the best thing. And we'll get to that more in a second. So yeah, um, if you go with WordPress, though, you you can shop around for a good price. And WordPress is also open source software and the others are not. And what that means is uh, you can make a lot of modifications to your website or your designer can. There's also like if you decide to hire somebody instead after hearing all this, you go, oh, my God, no, I need to hire somebody. There's no way I can do this myself. Great. You know, hire a designer um, if they're working with WordPress, you know, they can make whatever changes they want to it. It also means that there's like literally dozens and dozens and dozens of themes thousands and thousands of themes available on the internet that are made for wordpress because again it's open source so many people make stuff for it because you're not beholden to i mean yes you have to go by wordpress standards but because wordpress is free and open source it's a lot easier for people to make designs you know like templates for it right Now, let's talk about something that I know is of concern to you guys if you're going to build your own website, and that's ease of use. I I 100% hear that because probably after asking questions about like what's website hosting, you know, why do I need that? And those kinds of questions. The other question I get from pretty much everybody, whether it's friends, family or clients, is how easy is this thing to use? Now, all of these software programs have pros and cons in terms of how easy they are to use. Like none of them is literally like out of the box, super easy for every single person because different people have different ways of thinking about things. One person might adore Weebly and think it's the best word or sorry, the best website builder they've ever built. And then another person might go in and log in and try to use it and think it's horrible. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, you know, you you can't. It's really hard to make a software that everybody loves. Um, so that's, that's kind of an issue. But I will say that Squarespace probably wins in terms of how quickly you can get a website up and running and looking really nice. Because honestly, as long as you had like text and photos at the ready and you weren't looking for something totally custom, like you're happy to just use a template as is, maybe like change a couple of colors, you could slap up your website within a day. You totally could. Use one of their templates, change a few colors, put in your photos and your text, you're good to go, right? That said, the other website builders are not that much different, right? Like Weebly, Wix, and WordPress. It's kind of funny that they all start with W and I didn't realize that until I was actually getting this podcast episode ready. They're not that tricky to use. Now the main gotcha with WordPress, because I know some of you might have tried WordPress before and gone like, oh my God, it's horrible. It's really not that bad. The thing with WordPress is, A, they've made some big changes over the last year, so it's a bit confusing to anybody who's used to the old WordPress. But second is that you, it's really better for those of you who are non-technical to install a website builder along with it. And that might sound like it's a complicated extra step, but literally, it's just clicking a few buttons. Like It's like, go into plugins, find the one that I mentioned, install it. Activate it because you can install things without activating. Activate it and you're done. Like it's just a few steps, right? And then then it's there and then you can use it all you want. So very similar to uh, Squarespace, Weebly, Wix, etc. It's just that it takes a few extra steps. But that way you can use the builder that you like the look of. So if you are looking at WordPress and you want to use a builder, and this is one of the things where I would recommend taking notes if you're thinking about it, um, I can recommend checking out Elementor as a builder. It's a really good one. I've used it myself um, on client projects where um, we weren't doing a complete custom job. We were doing like just the small website that I was offering over the summer. And I am still offering those, by the way, in case you're curious. Contact me if you'd like to. Work with me as your web designer, but uh, certainly no obligation to do that. So Elementor is a good builder. Um, Colleagues of mine have mentioned Beaver Builder. That's, you know, it has a funny name, but a lot of people really like it. I'm only poked at that one a little bit, but it does seem like it's pretty easy and like nice interface to use. And the last option I'll mention is something called Atomic Blocks for Gutenberg. Now Gutenberg, just very quickly, is the built-in editor for WordPress. If you get Atomic Blocks, it will help you so much in building your website because it basically has like built-in templates, built-in like blocks, like you can plop in a uh, contact me form, you can plop in a map, you can plop in all kinds of things. No, like the plopping in is available on all these different builders. It's just that that's the Atomic Blocks kind of makes Gutenberg even better. So anyway, that's another thing that you can think about. Um, And I want to mention, by the way, that all of these are totally free or they have a free version that would be perfectly fine for like 99% of you. So if you Google like Elementor WordPress Builder and see that like it costs money or like Beaver Builder WordPress, um, don't worry, there are free versions as well. You just need to search for them on WordPress's site, not on their website. They don't always mention the free version because, you know, they're trying to make money, like let's be real here. So I want to be clear about something. All of these options, the WordPress options, Weebly, Wix, Squarespace, even Shopify, which I'm not going to talk about too much more, but all those are pretty like drag and drop, click and type into a box deals. None of them are that complicated what you see is what you get kind of thing and i know that that's the kind of website builder that most non-technical people really want to use they don't want something where it's like kind of complicated and then you have to save and you have to check and see what the website looks like and then maybe it didn't look how you expected, but you don't know how to change it because it's not what you see is what you get i know that's frustrating so all the ones i'm mentioning are drag and drop you know click and fill in a box type things Um, where you'll have like, and you also have an interface where it's like, what do you want all the buttons on your website to be colored? What do you want all the links on your website to be colored? Like those types of things as well. So much, much easier to build a website than having to understand code. So one last thing I want to mention before we, you know, kind of get to wrapping this episode up before it gets too long (laughs) Is something I know most of you or maybe even all of you have heard of, but you don't know much about, and that's SEO or search engine optimization. Now, SEO is a really important part of having a website. Totally important. How it, you know, it's like how Google sees your website and puts you into the search results, basically. That's that's what it is in a nutshell. It's not just Google, it's the other search engines. But honestly, most of us use Google for like 90% of our things, so or all of our things even. So It's mostly about Google, let's be real. Now, a big part of how SEO, or a big part of SEO in general, is how your website is coded and what SEO specific code is in there. Now, you guys don't have to worry too much about the actual code part. What you need to worry about is whether or not your website builder is doing a good job at creating that SEO code for you. That's the key here. And I want to be clear here, I know a fair bit about SEO from my work and also my personal work and also having taken some, you know, mini courses on it, um, having consulted with SEO experts, but I myself wouldn't call myself an SEO expert. That would not be, that would not be honest. But like I just said, I do know experts. I consult with them. And you know what? I hate to say it because I know some of you really love some of the other website builders, but they all say that WordPress is like the king for SEO, at least in terms of like the, the uh, content management system, which all of these website softwares are content management systems. In terms of that, rather than like a, like a custom-coded website where you got it from a designer, WordPress is the very best for SEO because of how it's coded, bar none, no argument. The other website builders like Squarespace, Wix, Weebly, etc., they aren't like horrible. They just really don't hold up, unfortunately, in terms of SEO. Now, mind you, they've also commented that Squarespace has improved a lot over the last few years, and it, they're you know they're seeing some real changes in terms of where people are with Word, or, sorry with uh, Squarespace websites are falling on the search results. You know they're no longer like down on like page five. Maybe it wasn't page five, but I'm giving you an example here, and they're like working their way up because Squarespace has improved things. But still, Squarespace is kind of like in second place far behind WordPress. Like if you think of it as like they're running a marathon, WordPress crossed the finish line like 15 minutes ahead of Squarespace. So WordPress like won and 15 minutes later Squarespace comes running in, right? So it's not to say that Squarespace is awful or any of the other ones are awful, but in terms of SEO, WordPress really wins. Part of that is because of a plugin. Again, this is just something for you to take notes on called Yoast, Y-O-A-S-T, Yoast SEO. Um, If you are building your own website and you want a plugin for SEO, grab that one. So again, like go into plugins, find it, install it, get using it. I won't go into the deep dive details on how to use that. Um, Not trying to be... You know, like, hey, you should pay me. But like, it, that's like way more details than we can get into in a podcast episode. Plus, like, honestly, I don't think a podcast is the best thing for teaching people about how to use plugins and SEO. This is just to give you an overview. So you kind of have a direction to point yourself in. So uh, so yeah, if you want to use WordPress, get the Yoast SEO plugin. But even honestly, without that plugin, most themes and most other things in WordPress are still set up better for SEO than the competition. I just highly recommend using Yoast if you really want to do your SEO right. So okay, let's put all that aside. If I was a non-techie, so totally not technical, don't know about websites, I like, I use like, you know, I use social media and answer email, but like I'm not a big computery person and I had a new massage office, or a a new yoga studio I just opened, or I was starting my nutrition consulting business, whatever you might be doing, what platform would I choose? Well, I'm biased. Let's be honest here. I've been using WordPress almost since it was first released to the public, and I strongly prefer it over the other platforms, even though I don't think the other platforms are horrible. I just strongly prefer it. And this is for all the reason I mentioned. You can host it anywhere. You can make as many changes as you like. It does a really awesome job with SEO. You have freedom to do whatever you want with it. You're not locked into a single company. You are locked into the WordPress software, but it's free software and you can move your website wherever you want. Okay. That's why I prefer it. I'm not saying the other options are bad. If you want to go with something else, number two, I would say would be Word, sorry, uh, Squarespace. So if you're looking at WordPress and you're like, Candace, I really, really, really can't use WordPress. Like it's just driving me crazy. I've tried the builders, I hate them. Try Squarespace as your as my that's be like my second pick. Okay. It's not as good for SEO, and you are locked into Squarespace themselves, but honestly, so many people use it and they love it. And, you know, like the pricing's not bad. So it's my number two pick if you really, you know, if WordPress just isn't gonna work for you. So before I close off, I've already said that once, but like let's talk about web hosting just for a second because I think that's really important and it's coming back to a topic I mentioned earlier on in this episode. If you do go with WordPress, you're going to need hosting because that's separate from the software itself, right? Like WordPress is free software, you can take it wherever you want, like I like I've mentioned a bunch of times now. If you go with like Wix, Weebly, etc., that's you're buying your hosting from that company. But if you're going with WordPress, you're going to need hosting. And the host I get the most questions about from every single client and sometimes from friends, which is a testament to how much money they spend on their marketing and their advertising, is GoDaddy. Now... I'm not here to spill the tea or talk poop about anybody, but let's just say this. GoDaddy offers very cheap hosting and domain name registration. And cheap is attractive because we all want to save a buck or two, right? Absolutely. I 100% get it. Been there, done that. Have opened small businesses. I run one right now. I get it. You know, got to think about that bottom line. But I can't recommend GoDaddy for web hosting. Like I already said, I'm not going to get in all the details, but Google, honestly, Google GoDaddy problems, you'll find out everything you need to know about why I wouldn't recommend them for web hosting. Or, like, if you have friends who are web designers or work in like IT, they probably also know and can spill the tea for you. And to be real here, I've also no, I've never personally used GoDaddy because I (laughs) know. I know better but I've also had friends and acquaintances run into problems with it I have stories I could tell so I've seen firsthand how things can go so if you want to if you want to register your domain name with GoDaddy because it's so cheap go for it domain name is not such an issue but I would not get my web hosting from them so who do I recommend for hosting well I have a few recommendations for you not hashtag not sponsored as they say you know i i'm not i'm not getting a kickback for this nobody nobody told me to do this i don't have affiliate links right now with any of these you know i i used to with flywheel i'm no longer using flywheel for my personal site so anyway um which is just a money-saving factor um so for a more budget friendly pick check out siteground and that's what i'm personally using i just literally just said, you know, it's a money-saving factor. SiteGround, I have one of their bigger packages. So not only am I hosting client demo sites on SiteGround, I'm also hosting my uh, my own websites on there, including like some personal, like not vanity sites, but like I've got a blog about running, for example, that I host on there. Um, so I have everything all in one spot rather than paying like a bunch of different hosts for different things. So that is more budget-friendly for me. For you guys... Um, If you check out SiteGround, get their smallest package, um, because for the majority of you, that's going to be more than enough. And they have this one-click WordPress install that's included that'll make your life a heck of a lot easier. So you just like go in, click a button, it installs WordPress. Or I think actually, because they've just changed their platform, I think if you buy the WordPress-specific package, which is literally exactly the same price as the non-WordPress-specific package, I think it comes pre-installed. Um, but regardless, it's very easy to install. It's just like one, you know, click up, like fill in a little thing and click a few buttons and you're done. Like it's super, super, super easy. Um, now for a slightly more premium package where they take care of the issue of like all issues for you and offer a higher level of customer support, I recommend you check out WP Engine or Flywheel. Now I used to be with Flywheel, as I mentioned, um, WP Engine bought Flywheel I think it was earlier this year or late last year so they're actually one company now um, but I've heard amazing things about both of them again I've used Flywheel I've investigated WP Engine I've talked to other people in the industry about both they both you know everybody has really good reviews so it's something to look at now I mentioned like the premium package and premium customer support I do want to say that it's not that SiteGround doesn't offer customer support they actually have excellent customer support But it's kind of like the difference between going to, like, a nice takeout place versus a nice fancy restaurant. Like, both are going to be friendly. They're going to help you out. They're going to get you the food you ordered, you know, uh, as long as, you know, providing they're both nice places. Nobody's going to be rude to you. They're definitely going to help you out, get you what you need. But the fancy place is going to go the extra mile to make sure you're very well taken care of Too like a free glass of champagne because it's, you know, because you mentioned that you're celebrating your birthday to like coming out and like sweeping off the table in between courses and like all these like extra premium things. So that's kind of the difference. So if you prefer the more premium style where literally everything is taken care for you other than the actual building of your website, you do have to build the website yourself with Flywheel or WP Engine. But if you want somebody else to worry about all the other things, like, you know, uh, backups and security and all those things, like, and you never, ever, ever want to have to ever think about it, go with WP Engine or Flywheel. If you want to uh, have that done, not to say that SiteGround is not secure, not to say that SiteGround doesn't do backups, but it's just, it's not the same level of service. It's not the same attention to care because SiteGround, is it's a different level of hosting. That's all I'll say. Also, I will say the other thing is that WP Engine and Flywheel, they specialize in WordPress hosting. It's all that they do, whereas SiteGround does a lot of different types of hosting. So I guess it's kind of like the difference between seeing somebody for um since you guys are mostly in health wellness and fitness or all in health wellness and fitness let's say you had a knee problem and you needed to see somebody for it it's the difference between seeing somebody who works with knees but also works with like lots of different conditions and they see different people all the time you know and they're they're reasonably good at like a lot of different things that's like sight ground Versus somebody who is a specialist with knee, knee like say knee and hip issues and like they see a lot of clients for that like maybe they do see people for other things but it's like 80 to 90% of what they see is all like hip and knee issues because everybody knows them as like the expert that's like going to flywheel or WP engines so that's kind of the difference for you guys as well. So yeah, long episode today, but I hope this helped you guys out. If you are looking to build your own website, you're wondering about what the heck all these other options are out there, you've been investigating them, you've been looking at pricing, you just don't know which one to pick, hopefully this gave you a bit of guidance. I realize I didn't talk too much about Weebly and Wix. Um, It's not to say that I've never tried them, I have, it's just that they're not really high on my recommendation list. But if you do like them, you know, hey, having a website at all is more important than, you know than uh, being picky about which specific platform you choose but if I were interjecting my two cents into your business I would say choose WordPress or if you if you really don't like WordPress choose choose um I was gonna say choose SiteGround choose Squarespace that's what I actually meant so yeah, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I am gonna to try to get out one episode a week for the next few weeks while we talk about some other topics. We are gonna talk, like I already mentioned, about online booking. We're also gonna talk about social media software. So like things that'll help you plan your social media posts, that kind of thing. Um, I'll probably uh, talk about maybe some accounting software as well because I know that's another topic that you guys are usually curious about. And then finally, I am going to also have a series just about social media in general. Um, social media is problematic, like I've talked about in past episodes, but it's also good for advertising. So I'll talk about some of the pros and cons on the the social media platforms if you, if you do want to do a deep dive into them and uh, think about which one you might want to use for your business and practice. Okay, that's it. And uh, have a great week. And I'll be back with you guys with a new episode very soon. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that. I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast. so Life Beyond the Massage Table. Click on ratings and reviews, and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers, so I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you that's what this podcast is all about is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram, um, Happy Biz is my username, or of course you can head over to my web- website, happylittlebiz.com and there's links to all that stuff there. Alright, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.